My loyal subjects, now that the celebrations for my Platinum Jubilee have come to an end, we can turn our attention to another celebration, that of the Staggering Stories 400th podcast. Strike a light! Those jokers have been going 15 years and no one's ever got to them yet. 400 episodes of juvenile pure old humour, silly voices and questionable news and reviews. The only downside to my celebrations was sitting down for hours on end, watching a parade go by, all the while trying to stifle a good fart. When I got back to Buckhouse, I was gasping for a cuppa. But when I sat down, in wanders a bear, wearing a scruffy duffel coat and a battered bush hat, sits down in front of me and starts helping himself to tea from my burst bone china. He did pong somewhat, and he had an unhealthy fixation with marmalade sandwiches, but he was amiable company. I wish to pass on my thanks and gratitude to staggering stories. Adam, I will give some serious thought to your knighthood. Anyway, I'm off to have a sing-along with a few of the palace staff. So, until next time, this is Liz saying, See ya! Bye, your Madge. Thank you, your majesty. Huzzah! We will rock you. We will, we will rock you. We. Welcome, welcome, dear listeners, one and all, to this, our 400th podcast. We made it. We made it. Goodness knows how. Anyway, I'm 400th podcast, Crumbly. I'm fake Crumbly. I'm fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I, yes, I am... A sweaty, melted puddle of goo. Actually, And he punched me in the face. (laughs) (laughs) With a recycling bin lid. Yeah. Yeah. Very violent. What he happened, is. Karen? I'm not telling anyone. You Karen, punched me in the face. Karen, what happened? <laughs> he failed to stop a recycling bin smacking me in the face. <laughs> my glasses were nearly, nearly trampled and broken. And then he made me have an ice cube on my face. I did. I did. <laughs> Kinky. Oh, well, you know it. <laughs> anyway, dear listeners, without further ado, more Queen speeches besides. It's the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who news. Oh. Ooh. Doctor Who new series starts filming in November. Oh. According to the Hollywood Reporter, there is currently a lull in Doctor Who production oh. after the 60th anniversary special or specials, with shooting set to start up again in November for series 14 proper. Before that, new Doctor Shutigatwa will be filming a fourth and likely last, especially for him, season of Netflix's Sex Education. 
Series 14 is expected to finish shooting sometime around June of 2023 for an eight to nine month schedule, not unlike RTD's filming durations of old, but a month or two shorter than Chibnall's truncated seasons. What this means for the number of episodes is currently very unclear. The timings do appear to chime with the potential release date of Easter 2024, but we are a long way off any confirmation of that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So if Ritaka's season took 10 months, yeah. mm. and RTDs took 8 to 9, how did they only get 10 done in a, in a regular non-Covid <laughs> Chibnall season? I yeah. don't know. It's well, one the, of the they... many questions to be asked about the production of the Chibnall era. They, yeah. they have slowly and progressively been pruning it back. Mm. They have. And the episode's been here a few minutes longer, but it's... Yeah. It swings and roundabouts. Yeah. Especially when mm. you think it used to be on, what, three quarters? of the year if not more every week oh back when first started, oh, like yeah. first started. <laughs> and, and I know they would churn him out and that's not how it works but yeah. you know it is a vast difference between oh, yeah. it takes an awful lot longer to but, make yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's more um, certainly a more technical show now yeah they don't but record you, it as live they like don't, they used to back in the day you, you, you can also look at some of the American shows that are quite technical and they still do 20 odd episodes yeah. 22 episodes they oh, might have a harp in between but i i have to disagree hmm. because yes it's a technical show and not a, but they don't have the special effects the rubber monsters the cgi dinosaurs yeah look at well, star think, trek um the recent one strange, strange new, world, new world, world. That, that definitely was a 22 episodes yeah that's only yeah. 10 episodes but exactly. things like the cw shows they were getting on towards 20 22 like supergirl yeah uh, supergirl and, and stuff like that. yeah but again supergirl did have aliens of the week and yeah but but again the, the flying rig so it's just up on a green screen it's not creating unique but you don't villains. have to wait till the end to start doing the special effects on the first episode well they probably don't <laughs> well, I mean, it'd be nice if it was like, if, 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 if something like a 14 good get it back to the 13, oh, it, 13 it would be, it would be good to get it back to 13 and 14 episodes but looking on the flip side we're having uh, rumours coming out of the Marvel studios of how the computer designers and the graphic designers are treated like slaves yeah. to get these things out in time. You know, so it's not just a case of flicking a switch and going, oh, this, no. this is blood, sweat and tears going into the creation mm. of these things. Yep, we shall see. Yep. Right, Community, film sit on the cards? Mm. Six seasons and a movie! <laughs> that was the cry of Community character Abed, way back in season two of the US comedy series. He wasn't talking about community itself, but it has been taken as an unofficial goal by fans. Six seasons were made and there have been uh, long been mutterings of a film continuation. Now those mutterings have intensified, with Alison Bree saying on a recent podcast... You know what? I'll say it. There's been movement. There's been some talks. People are talking and certain things... Wheels are turning. I said it! <laughs> That's a very good impersonation, Crumbly. <laughs> You'll never know how I managed it. <laughs> Yvette Nicole Brown confirmed the progress, but went on to ask... How do you work out a schedule where you can get a Donald Glover or a Gillian Jacobs or Danny Pudi all together in one place at the same time again? So I think that is the biggest jigsaw puzzle to put together. But every puzzle can find its way to completion. So I believe that it's going to happen. I don't know when, but there are talks right now currently. Mm. That actually wasn't so good because it sounded like your first in person. It did. <laughs> <laughs> Will it actually happen? Who knows? One thing is clear. 
There are plenty of people who want it to. Yeah, it'd be yeah, kind of cool. Look, obviously, Chevy Chase can't be in it anymore because Piers wanked himself to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'd be welcome anyway, even as a yeah. or anything. But Joel McHale hasn't been in much since Community. Well, so. no disrespect to him, but he was more of a TV personality before Community. Yeah. He's sort of gone back because he used to host. Well, he used to host the Soup. I think it was something from one of the cable yeah. channels in America. Anyway, oh, well, it would be really cool to see it. Yes, yes. It really would. would. Batgirl completed, but film scrapped. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Mm. The DC Extended Universe of Films is currently unravelling, with the upcoming Black Adam being pushed back and subjected to resuit after a poor test screening. The Flash film is on rocky ground after some, some high-profile legal and personal issues with the star, and now the in-the-can Batgirl film has been scrapped entirely effectively throwing away the best portion of a hundred million rather than finishing the post-production and releasing it according to warner brothers the decision not to release batgirl reflects our leadership strategic shift as it relates to the dc universe and hbo max leslie grace is an incredibly talented actor and this decision is not a reflection of her performance perhaps a lot of this can be put down to the fall out after the merger between warner brothers and discovery with other projects aimed at the HBO Max streaming service also being cancelled. Michael Keaton had reprised his role as Batman for this film, along with an appearance in The Flash, should that film ever actually get released. Quite where DCEU goes from here is anyone's guess, but it clearly needs their own Kevin Feige. I mm. saw a wonderful review of this. Review? Yeah. Review? That when the reason they scrapped it is it's been given a bad review. Mm, yeah. <laughs> in America, that means no one will go and show it. They should release it in England, where a bad review means everyone will go and see it <laughs> just to see yeah. how bad it yeah. is. Yeah. Apparently, they're going to get a lot of the money back on uh, through uh, tax and stuff like this that. This is ridiculous. Mm. You've got this far, just... Even if it's straight to video, as they well, used to say. That's, yeah. um, that's what they didn't want to happen, yeah. it getting streamed yeah. straight away. Mm. They wanted it as a movie, and mm. that's, that's why they were... That's, 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 yeah. that's what yeah. I've heard. It was only something like 90 million. I know it said 100 million. Before, Somewhere, yeah. But it was only 90 million, which is a HBO Max film, mm. yeah. rather than the 72,000 million that <laughs> is, is a film. But... Uh, I understand, I could be mistaken, but I understand that the higher-ups in Warner Brothers while want to concentrate on motion pictures. Yeah. And it looks like HBO Max is being closed down. Oh, yeah, looks that way. So they don't want it to be premiering anything much now. Yeah. It's just a, a catch-up service, yeah. effectively. Yeah. He spent all that money. Yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, $100 million, yeah. I, isn't it? I have to wonder what's so bad with the film that they can't retweak and reshoot. Mm. There have always been films that weren't received that well, and then they did a little retweak. Well, Little Shop of Horrors wasn't received that well because of how it changed ended. The ending, mm. Then they changed the ending and it got a bit better reception. You do kind of wonder what it is about it that yeah. that either they don't want to retweak it or it can't be retweaked. Or mutants. is it so bad yeah. that, yeah. you know... A little bit of column yeah. A, a little bit yeah. of column B. Again, yeah. it, it's got to be so bad that it damages the franchise. That's yes. the only way 
the only way personally I could think That's half of the DC DC yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know. I mean, I mean, personally, given the choice from what I've seen so far, and I haven't seen all of them, I've got to admit, but given the choice between going to see a new DC EU movie mm-hmm. or even a Marvel film repeat i would much rather see the marvel yeah Yeah. i've got more enjoyment out of the marvel films than i have out of Mm. the dc DC they they spent millions redoing justice league there's that snyder cut Cut. and yet they not get put out a film which they've nearly got finished in 90 80 percent finished yes (laughs) odd as touched upon the last bit the next big film the big linchpin film for them is flash yes I want to be delicate here, but this going on with yeah. Ezra Miller yes. um, is, is it's nose-spiralling completely out of control. Yeah, how do you mm-hmm. promote a film without mentioning the star? <laughs> yeah, this is it. It's, it's a linchpin film. It's taking the, uh, the DCU version of the multiverse. Mm. So you're going to have multiple flashes in it played by Ezra Miller, mm. is in every single scene. Oh, blimey. I mean, the question is, OK, the DC Universe, I mean, OK, you've got your sort of mainstream characters like Batman and Superman, but there again, how many people have heard of The Flash? Yeah, well, he's been made relatively popular for the mm. past nine years yeah. in the TV series, yeah. mm-hmm. and they have uh, a ready-made fl- Flash actor there yeah. without any strings attached. <laughs> yes. But yeah. this is an entirely personal point of view. Zack Snyder's Superman, was, com- to my mind, was completely mishandled. He's a Boy Scout, and they got him killing people and wrecking buildings. (laughs) That's not what a Boy Scout (laughs) is. I didn't see Batman v Superman because it just didn't inspire me. I didn't say that is something I've got to watch. I think one of the problems seems to be that their aspirations aren't matching their capabilities. Mm. Whether it's their writing, the people they've got writing, whether it's the production style, whether it's their casting side of things, they're trying to make product A, but they're making product B and seem to be getting frustrated that they're not doing what they want to do. They then need to relook at how or why they're doing things. Yeah. The main thing they get wrong is that DC films aren't fun. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think, to my mind, it's probably put down to the Nolan Batman. Mm-hmm. That was wonderful. That was spectacular. For that, its own thing. Fun, that, yeah. that was mm. great yeah. for it. Because it was dark and gritty, which Batman should be. Mm-hmm. But they've taken that template and applied it to every other character they have. Superman shouldn't be dark and gritty. No, no he's a boy scout. No, boy scout yeah. Yeah. Wonder Woman, Truth the first Justice. one in particular, Wonder Woman, yeah. was really good. Yeah. Well, it, was, it, it was great. Mm. It had that sense of humour yeah. that de- that Marvel t- kind of has, but it, it took itself seriously in that it said, this is a real world, mm. but it didn't take it seriously as in, we must produce Shakespeare. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what happened to Wonder Woman 2. I didn't enjoy that film. To it start. wasn't nearly as good. No, no. No. I mean, didn't. Has, have they actually filmed The Flash? Yes. Oh, yes. It's, all, it's, it's in post-production. It's, no, they can't do it's it. They in can't post-production. No. Or anything. I mean, yeah, they, they can't do what they did with the Kevin Spacey film. Yeah, they replaced him with yeah. um, Christopher Plummer. Yes. And they can't do the uh, TIG the, um, oh yes, with uh, uh, what is it? Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. They can't do the Tig Nielsen, which they she was only in a few scenes. Yeah, it right. would be cheaper for them to refilm yeah. the whole thing. You know, remount the whole film. It would be cheaper than to use CGI to replace the face of the actor. Any more news? I've sort of done my semi addendums. Yeah. No addendums. <laughs> no. no, that's mm-hmm. the end of the news. Oh. That was starting to drag on a bit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Right, as it's our 400th, I think we should begin with a game. Oh, okay. A game, because it's fun. 
Should we do our thing in five words? Get oh, it yes. out of the way. <laughs> okay. I love that. Get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, this should be fun. We're going to get it out of the way. <laughs> so here get we are. Things in five words. Adam, would you like to start? Okay. Exploding whiteness engulfs hapless scientists. Exploding, Exploding whiteness engulfs hapless scientists. The only thing I can think of is the stuff. The stuff. Yeah. The stuff. It's clearly yeah. not that. I don't know what that means. No, right now. It, was, it was a 1980s <laughs> film. Yeah, it was a Z movie. Yeah, Z movie oh, that okay. was sort of have, had this thing was actually sort of like a McDonald's milkshake. Yeah. But when you drank it, it ate you. It took oh, you yeah. over. Yeah. It sounded like a McDonald's I milkshake want, to I me. I see that now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like, well, it's along the same lines as Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. And the blob. Yes. Exploding whiteness engulfs hapless scientists. Is it a Doctor Who thing? No. Is it a Star Trek thing? No. Is it a Star Wars thing? No. Is it a Flash Gordon thing? <laughs> no. Is it a Batman thing? No. This could take a while. Yeah. Is it a film? Is it a play? Is it a TV? <laughs> Exploding whiteness. Um, Stargate? No. Nope. Back to the Future? No. Nope. Darn. Is it from a film? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it from a film made after the year 2000? No. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ghostbusters. Oh. Yeah. It's when they uh, exploded. Half a point each or one point each. <laughs> Squirty marshmallow. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Shouted from window, saved world. <laughs> okay. Shouted from window, saved world. The amount of time you took to think of this, it better be good. <laughs> oh, it's, it's brilliant. Mm. Nothing to do with Adam West Batman. No. (laughs) 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 It's nothing to do with the day the Earth still, is it? Shouted from window. Saved world. It's from a film made in the 80s, but it does have a tenuous link to Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Maybe a film I've not seen in that case. Uh, I think you've seen it. The only thing I can think of from Stranger Things that could be film is the Ghostbusters, because they turned up in school in the the uniforms. Okay, it's not Mm. that. I don't like this. You're being smug. <laughs> Give us a clue. <laughs> this film, although the clue is relates to a person, but this film had the saddest scene in it ever involving a horse, apart from oh, a horse. Oh, 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 yes, 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 yes. Never-ending story. But that's not the answer to the question. Oh, oh. Shouted from window, saved world. It, it's the kid. It is. Yeah, what was his what name? Was the kid's name? Jeffrey. Not Jeffrey. No, I don't know what the kid's Bastion. name is. Bastion. 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 He Bastion. had to shout from the window. He Did sh- he? Yeah, and when he shouted from the window, he saved the never-ending story world. Yes. Had to shout his mum's yeah, name. Sure yes. absolutely and we actually. never we yeah. never knew what his you, mum's you, name was. No. I mean, you didn't get the song from... Uh, <laughs> from Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Yeah, I've heard the song before. Mm. It's, yeah. it's a beautiful scene. It's <laughs> hilarious. You've yeah. never seen it. the never-ending story. We we'll have to review the never-ending story. I'm sure I took Kyle to go see that. Oh, yeah. yeah, I can't how remember. It's the old time. Turn around. Look at what you see. He won't appreciate the scene with the horse. No, he won't. He won't. Like he didn't appreciate season six of episode six of Sandman. I bet he didn't even shed a tear. I no. bet he actually no. laughed. Yeah, probably, yeah. Do you want an easy one? Yeah. Yep. Go make unusual astrological discoveries. Say again? Go make unusual astrological discoveries. Astrological? Mm, astrological. Not astronomical. Astronomical. Which one is it? <laughs> astronomical. Okay. Okay, so something to do with stars. Mm-hmm. Star Trek? Oh, yeah, like, because there's hundreds of different Star Treks. Well, you might just be talking about the usual, the, the Strange original. Strange New Worlds. Voyager. 
Oh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Uh, I did have one for Adam. Mm-hmm. But only well, I did have one, but only Adam would get it. Go on. Which yeah. was Amy Crack Amy's Crack lands in the past. Yeah. Well that's six words. Sorry, Amy's Crack leads to past. Oh, oh. that's from um, the your Brea. Go on then, husband, what's yours? The keys to the kingdom. Lock and key. Lock and key. Oh, oh. It was actually it was actually the name of one of the books. Ah. Ah. Crumbles. Right, nice easy one. Madcap boys and girls amuse. Nice and easy one, he says. He always says that. Madcap boys and girls amuse. Mm -hmm. So children. Scooby-Doo! No. (laughs) Something to do with children? No. Uh, Madcap. Crazy gang? Madcap. Mad. 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 Here's a clue. Jinx. Is it from Doctor Who? No. Is it from Star Trek? No. It's from Star Wars? It encompasses all of those. Oh. Is it Stargate? <sighs> Orville? No. <laughs> I wish I could fly. Of course you can. Give us a clue. Uh, try looking in the mirror. Staggering stories. Yes. No! <laughs> Do you have one fake crumbly? No, sorry. That's all right. That was things in five words. Woohoo! We'd like to hear your thing in five words. You can tell us what it is by writing to us. I've forgotten how to speak. By a show <laughs> at staggeringstories.net. Net. Well done. <laughs> right. We have been putting DVDs and Blu-rays into PS4s to watch Doctor Who. No, I haven't got a PS4. Pause for music. I have got a PS4. Shut up, all of you. It's not on Blu-ray yet. <laughs> Come on. Your name's not Andrew. No. Adam. Thank you. <laughs> Come on, Adam. Tell us what we've been watching. We've been watching The Invasion of Time. Oh, yes. Ooh. Point. Mm-hmm. It's not The Invasion of Time. Is it not? The Invasion of Time! <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a fourth Doctor. End of season. End of yes. season. Six part okay. episode. Leela's final yeah. on-screen story. Mm, yes. Counting uh, dimensions in time. Yeah. <laughs> K9 Mark, Mark one. One's final story. So a bit of a parting of the ways for a couple of the characters. Yes. Mm. Yes, I'm sure we go on to that. That's, uh... We will. Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd like to point out first, you know when um, you're in rehearsals or you're filming... And the person you're meant to be filming against is like a dragon, so they're not actually there. Mm. And mm-hmm. a stagehand will read their lines out for you, mm-hmm. so yes. you've got something to act against. Absolutely. In this, with the Vardens, the Vardens, the, the, um, the, the silver, shiny, silver foil, things. shiny people, <laughs> yep. I think they forgot to get the proper actor in yeah. to say the lines properly, because this was easily, and there is much competition for this title, yeah. the worst acting in Doctor Who I've ever heard. It was appalling. It was mm. absolutely terrible. <laughs> yeah, but there again... It looks I mean, just as bad. <laughs> you, don't, you don't really see the Vardens in their sort of silvery tinfoil form. And what was it about the second episode? Because you just see them in the, the backs of their high chairs yeah. and that's yeah. it. That was very Remembrance of the Daleks, the yeah. back of the chairs. I didn't mind what they looked like. I thought that was actually quite For good. The time. I think, mm. again, this is crap eyesight coming yeah, into play here. Yeah. But they sounded terrible. They did. And when you saw what they actually looked like, it was the biggest disappointment in the world. Mm. Although the Doctor did point out that it was a bit, a bit anticlimactic. <laughs> but it was truly awful. <laughs> I'm sorry to the, to the lovely actors who did the job, but... Mm. Yeah, because... Yeah, 
yeah. when when you found out they were just sort of humanoid after all, I mean, so yeah. I, I did feel a little bit shortchanged by that. I, I think I could have coped with that if they'd been like Charlton Heston-like in their delivery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a bit yeah. telephoned in. Just a bit. Yeah. yeah. The second thing I'd like to point out mm-hmm. about this mm-hmm. is Leela was a hussy. Oh, God, yeah. An yeah. absolute hussy. <laughs> she hugged Andred. Yeah. And mm. then she held his hand. Yeah, at least I twice. Mean, at least twice. It's... She knew she was being a hussy, which is why she made that inexplicable decision to stay with him. Because, <laughs> you know, you just can't go doing that and not expect to get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the third and final thing. Right. Sontarans <laughs> are clearly allergic to something in the atmosphere on Gallifrey. Yeah, yeah. Because they seem to think that they were sea devils or Silurians. Yeah, they're wheezing quite they a bit. Yeah. <laughs> The the, yeah, the the actor obviously got told by the director is you're alien think alien do whispy voice because mm. that's alien and they always spoke like that yeah. <laughs> whereas Kevin Lindsay was yeah. Kevin Lindsay Kevin Lindsay Kevin yeah. Lindsay was loud bombastic mm. and shouty yeah, and yeah. he was a song but clearly there's something in the atmosphere really screwed up with their yeah um, yeah it must be respiratory system yeah, that's they say, all had again asthma. I f- you know, felt a bit short changed because they didn't they didn't turn up until the fourth episode well. That's the whole point. If you, end, yeah. if you look at it, it's actually a four-episode and a two-episode mm, yeah. jammed, yeah. jammed together. together. That, that, that was together. one of the yeah. things I remember when watching it and the few times I've seen it subsequently, as I've always got the feeling they had an OK four-parter, an OK two-parter, but neither of them had been really fleshed out yeah. and they suddenly needed a longer story and went, we can make this work. It really does feel like two stories that were merged together. Yeah. And the look of it was weird. It was like they weren't allowed to film on Gallifrey. <laughs> yeah. So they were filming in the... Um, the corridors, the, the, the Jeffrey's tubes. The Jeffrey's tubes <laughs> either side of the main <laughs> capital. It was very um, Blake Seven-like in not only the music, which was to be expected, but in the fact that it just looked a bit crap. And the blow-up furniture. Oh, and the blow-up. Oh. Everything was inflatable. The, the blow-up cushion. Yeah, because when, when Tom really Baker was being presented with the seal of Rassilon and yeah. Uh, yeah, the chain of Rassilon, they looked like whoopee cushions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so he's pointing out one scene, you've got Leela hiding, and there's a picture with flowers somewhere. And they were inflatable. And they were inflatable <laughs> flowers. <laughs> were they really? Yeah. <laughs> Everything was blow-up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I didn't mind the fact that Inside the TARDIS, you'll have all this weird stuff. I love that, uh, that deep in the TARDIS is yeah. like cloisters Didn't and that brick corridors. That's fine. But mm. Gallifrey should look better than no, that. I, yeah. I found the tar- TARDIS interior extremely disappointing. I think there was industrial action at the time, so they couldn't actually film in the uh, studio. So it was filmed in a disused hospital. Mm. And it looks like a disused, a disused hospital. hospital. <laughs> uh, I think I mentioned this in, what is it, Heart of the TARDIS. Yeah. How do you know they're in the TARDIS? By the roundels. I mean, mm. at least in the Nathan Turner era from Castrovalva, everything was roundels. There was a consistency. Yeah, which they seem to, to Speaking of strange, strange <laughs> how things. How do you know where they are? Sorry. Speaking of strange things on the walls, when oh. the doctor <laughs> when the doctor asked his quarters to be lined with lead, yes, what was the purpose of all those cogs and wheels on? It the- looked freaking brilliant. Yeah. 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 The purpose was. <laughs> Look at it this way: it's a stagnated, stuffy society. The designers have got to get their jollies in where they can. Yeah, I, I love yeah. the look of that. I'd love yeah. to do the oh, God, It, it yeah. was a steampunk led life, oh, very much so. <laughs> well, apart from dissing this story completely, <laughs> I have to say, I think the acting from Tom for the first two, where he is 
totally mm, kind of like oh, out mm. of character, out of character, yeah. biting people's heads off, throwing away all th- around his authority and that. I think it, it kind of harked back to the character he played in Sinbad that got mm. him the role in Doctor Who. Yeah, um, that it was very alien. Yeah. And Bombastic. I thought, yeah, mm. I didn't like it at all. I thought he didn't even sharpen until episode three, really. He was just phoning it in the first two episodes. Really? I felt oh, yeah. I thought he did really well showing, you know, he, he was letting the audience know that this wasn't the Doctor, there's something mm. wrong with the Doctor. This is Tom Baker, that's pretty yeah. strop, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there again, I mean, um, I must give a shout out to uh, Barusa. Mm. <laughs> and um, uh, uh, is it the Castellan. Oh, Castellan Kellner. Oh, good grief. So obsequious little toad. I do have one worry. Yeah. Now we see the swimming pool. Yes. It's a bathroom. Yeah, it worries me that Leela thinks that's a bathroom. (laughs) What was she doing in the swimming pool? (laughs) (laughs) Self cleaning is fine. (laughs) I I I do feel sorry for that one Santaran who chose them chased them through the bathroom. Yeah, he tried tried to jump on the chair and the chair gave way. He did a good job of recovering though. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because in in that costume, in that mask, he's just falling in the pool yeah you can't yeah. see a damn I'm thing I'm dead yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that that was another thing uh, I know they hadn't appeared yet but the design and look from the Centaurans were more Vogons from Hitchhiker's Guide yeah. to the Galaxy the colour, yeah. really yeah. were weren't they yeah. just to paint them green and they were Vogons yeah. we, we said that the Centaurans were sort of like half Vogons and half Marlon Brando in The Godfather <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not till the final episode episode 6 actually takes his helmet off yeah really weird you expect them to do it at the end Almost of episode four yeah. just to give yeah. them the shock reveal it's Tauren yeah. but they keep the helmets on even though he seemed to have some kind of makeup underneath mm. at, the, yeah. uh, at the very least the eyes were blacked out and mm. the, very and the mouth yeah this was written by <clears throat> David Agnew who was actually <laughs> yeah. Graham Williams I thought it was a fake name and yeah it wasn't yeah I just kind of feel that there is a there is a good st- I mean I actually quite enjoy it because yeah. it's Tom Baker I love the Tom Baker era. But I really do feel that it could have been a far better four-parter. And if they had chosen, yeah. maybe have the Sontarans as the bad guys. And from the start. The, from the start. Or make the Vardens much more of an interesting character yeah. and compressed it down. But it it felt like there was padding in it that I hadn't really felt since the Pertwee times. Yeah. <laughs> and even the repeat, if you watch it as episodic, sometimes the repeat period between what happened last week and it's this week long. it's yeah. actually quite long. Yeah. We're not talking like a last few frames so you can Clear. see. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's Padding out there. the episode. Mm. Well, which is a shame because one thing they should have done was built up a relationship between Leela and Andred. Yes. Yeah. He oh, should yeah. have done something. It's he just yeah. saved her life Plenty and proved, to, do it. Yeah, proved it, to her that was, he was a mighty warrior. Yeah, it was or, quite literally know. just the last minute thing. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah. In New Who they have 40 to maybe 50 minutes they generally get a lot more character development into that they do yeah. doing six episodes of this yeah. Yeah. there is one there is one thing I am appreciative we've been dissing this episode or the yep. story left right and centre yep. there is one thing I am appreciative of though is when they got outside Gallifrey mm. everything is sh- uh, filmed through a red filter which yeah. is yeah, how it should be like you yeah. said which they just failed to do in the five doctors yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I did like the, the scenes outside the, the showbagons yeah no okay. not showbagons not Shobagons. I thought they were Shobagons. No, uh, Shobagons, uh, thinking about it, Shobagons are the working class of Gallifrey. These were outsiders. These were time oh, okay. lords. They, yeah, they've been were, cast out. Yeah. 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 I, I, mean, thought, I thought that's what they were. No, because um, in Dead 
Deadly Assassin, Spandrel mentioned something like when they're testing the Staser. Mm. So I, I would run in the Shobicons for this type of vandalism. Oh, okay. And if they're yeah. outside, outsiders, they're not in the... Yeah, okay. Sorry. Mm. This was, we, we've seen it now a few times, the exterior of Gallifrey in the new series and the, the, the shack where the Doctor lived yeah, or what yeah. have you. But this was really one of the first real times we actually had prolonged time in the outside yeah. of Gallifrey. Mm which I thought was quite nice. And I liked the fact that, I mean, it was a knock on, it was a knock to the hippie drop out, drop in generation, <laughs> basically. I'm, I'm against the system, man. But I still quite like the idea that you had the doctor who decided to go off, but he wasn't the only one that's actually said, I just not don't, for I, me. this is not for me. Yeah. I don't, yeah, he'd gone in a different direction. The young woman who is basically the glorified air traffic controller. Rodan. 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 Was she a Time Lord or was she just She's hired help? Yeah, no, I think she was a Time Lord. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. as I said. She's very much a prototype per Romana, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a prototype, yeah, an early I, version. I yeah. do wonder if there was a thought at some point of her becoming the assistant mm-hmm. and hence Leela going out and that, whilst it might have been at the beginning, by the time you got to the end of the story, writing it out, obviously not filming it, that that had been dropped, but the uh, the kernel of the idea remained for. We'll see, yeah, Romana comes along. One thing, one thing that struck me, and it's the Phantom Mandela effect, is we didn't actually get to see the capital from the outside, which I no. thought I thought we did. Ah. I thought I, I seem to remember. Obviously, I'm I'm mistaken, but I seem to remember uh, the capital being sort of very Blake Seven like dome. But mm. obviously, I, I was mistaken. In, in mm. some ways, I'm glad we did. Yeah, because the visions we have of the capital now, with the special effects and everything else we can do, it's a beautiful, iconic. Mm. And God bless their cotton socks. It would have looked brilliant to us then, what they did. But looking back now, we would have sit there going, oh, why did you have to do that? It's one of those things that the imagination could never be matched by yeah. what was technically yeah. available it was like at that like showing time. the garm in Terminus. Yeah. yeah. And oh. I think in some ways it's better that oh. you don't see it. Yeah. Well, as I said, mm-hmm. I, I was looking forward to criticising it and then we didn't see it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is a long, long episode and story and it rambles a bit and it does mm. feel very disjointed that it's two in one. But I still enjoy it. I mean, yeah, it's not necessarily the first one I would choose to put on. The, and yeah. it, apparently the, the, the um, Dwyer's, the Appreciation Society, it was filmed, voted the best episode story of season 15. Mm, blimey. Okay. Have to take a look at what else in 15, but I doubt yeah. that highly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, my biggest problem is the first couple of episodes, you have the Doctor moping around. Everybody's in a really bad mood. Mm-hmm. And he just turns up. Is I'm now the president, and it just there's no real stakes felt here. There's no real explanation of what's going on. Okay, there's meant to be a mystery, but they don't lean into that mystery. It's no. just there. The fact the doctor's acting weird, they should lean into it a bit more. It's just he's acting weird. Mm. Playing missed opportunities there for, for drama mm. they didn't go for. But Rusa started to get suspicious. The rest well, of them wouldn't because they've already got the doctor as an outsider who's a nutter anyway. But um, I think it was by the end of episode one and episode two, Barusta was starting to... You could see with, he was I questioning. Think, I think Barusa was in, in, in it from the start. Mm. I agree with you. I agree mm. totally. But I, I think that is more down to the politics of the BBC at the time. We're into the Graham William period, if I remember right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It picked up a lot of flack on the Philip Hinchcliffe era for 
too much horror, too much nastiness, too much blood, too much drama. We need to tone that down. They may have gone overboard. Maybe. Although isn't this one? This is one of the few episodes where the Doctor shoots someone mm. with his with the big gun at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. As that was the solution was that build a, a have, big gun uh, and shoot them. Yeah, have Rodan or whatever it was build the gun from it, the Matrix files. Yeah. yeah, but it was weird way of solving it. You didn't see the ramifications of that. You just saw him walk back. You didn't see the disaster. There was no bodies. It's I thought like, we saw him shoot someone. Yeah, you saw him shoot mm. someone, but the screen whited out. Mm. And then uh. the next scene, you've got him them in the workshop with him doing his Imus and Taran stomp down the corridor. Yeah, because it was like uh, he shoots at him and, it, and it's just, literally a white out. And then you've got out. the Doctor unconscious, just, the just, scarf and the key. I'm, never ha- I'm not happy that the Doctor shot someone. <laughs> yeah, and the whole thing about him not remembering it's a bit of a cop-out. That workshop that Rodan was in, it always reminded me of um, one of our work- workshops at school. Yeah, that's yes. it. That, yeah, it reminds again, me of one of my dad's sheds. Yeah. Again, that was my problem with the TARDIS. Yeah. Yeah. It should look somewhere different and special, yeah. not down the road. I mean, that's it, because basically they were just walking through an empty swimming pool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a disused yeah. hospital. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't mind that too much. I understand also they're budget constrained or what have you. Mm. But it's harder to say the script is good it, oh yeah yeah the script should have been better the directing should have been better there were some nice shots mm. they did some really good camera work yeah particularly with you got canine shooting oh got, that was, was down there with canine's that, heads that is something yeah. that struck me is like it seemed, handheld yeah it yeah. seemed to be very all the shots in the TARDIS were very low down yeah that was really well done yeah so from a director of photography point of view although that was probably the director great technically mm. he just didn't really imbue the characters yeah. with any mm. it was doing, decent motivations any he was doing the best he could with what he got. There were lots of little <laughs> tiny, tiny little things that just made did make it feel good, like when Leela kisses K9 and just just little things when the, do- the doctor cuts himself on Leela's knife and it's yeah. uh... <laughs> and you can guarantee that was the actors. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that totally. was done in rehearsal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or where um, yeah, the doctor hangs that circlet over a canine's antennae. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. how the heck do? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Once the doctor comes into his own again in episode three, mm. some nice stuff yeah. happens there. Yeah. yeah, also again, I'm never a fan of these Gallifrey tied things. It makes Gallifrey seem so dull and <laughs> so behind the times. These are meant to be the most sophisticated, high-tech people yeah. in the entire yeah, universe. They're all, they're all, so, they're the all so society. That works for me because of the Eye of Harmony. It makes things that don't flux nor wither nor change their state. So Gallifrey oh, yeah. has stagnated because mm. of the Eye of Harmony. It's but still, not, you compare this to the tunnels we saw at the end of uh, War Games and that. They, they were godlike. Yeah, well, that that's the front that they put out to... Uh, I, oh, I always think Deadly Assassin, mm-hmm. it, which was Robert Holmes, is more of a criticism on the architecture and the hierarchy of the BBC oh, yeah. than, than an actual story. So uh, it, I, everything is stagnated and t- takes a glacial age to move or do anything. Yeah, I just feel like they should look more alien. Mm. They, no, should, they should be like you. magicians. Yeah. Things they do should be so beyond what we can comprehend. I don't know how you do that. The main but, feeling about the Time Lords and Gallifrey itself in this story is just disappointment. Yeah. It's yeah. like... Nah, could have been anything. Yeah. Personally, I disagree with what you say, but I do think 
it was too soon after Deadly Assassin. Because mm. Deadly Assassin was only the year before. Yeah, because yeah. it was mm. after Sarah Jane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So it, it, joined it, up. Yeah, it, it, was, it was too, to my mind, even at the time, I thought it was too soon to return to Gallifrey. Yeah, and, and what happened of... with the aliens not being allowed in Gallifrey too? No one was allowed to stay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it kind of followed on from that, hence yeah. the, the Lord President vacancy, you've buggered off kind and, of style. Yeah. I do like Gallifrey stories, and in some ways, I like the fact that, that the time laws aren't superhuman yeah. beings because then that's like the, spy, the the Superman thing. If you've got your hero is so Im- impregnable, is so strong, is so brilliant, you can never. There's no jeopardy. You can never defeat the beat him or anything well, like that. Doctor's yeah. a doctor. It's fine. He can be as as he or she is. But on their home planet, it shouldn't just be a, an office swivel chair, should it? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Personally, <laughs> I love, like I said, I love the idea. It fits into my worldview of the fact that, yes, they've reached the pinnacle, so the only way you can go is mm, down. down. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I love the hypocrisy. We're not going to touch. We're not going to interfere. We are superior. Doctor, do this. Doctor, go over there. Yeah. Doctor, we've got yeah. a mission for you here. It's yeah. They are massively hypocritical. Hypocritical. St- mm. Hypocritical, <laughs> stuffed up windbags. Mm. Well, it's pretty, well, going back to what you were saying about the society stagnating, it's all right with these Gallifrey-based episodes. It does give you an insight into why the Doctor left in yeah. the first place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I agree in, in terms of aesthetically, it could be more. Yeah, you've got a race who you live for so long, you want comfortable things around you, you want pretty things around you, you've got to live with these for, you know, six, seven hundred years kind of style. Well, inflatable um, cushions. You know, yeah, you, 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 you want more Buckingham Palace than an average house in an average street purely because of what you build up a sense of taste for and the like. But this is on a very cheap BBC budget. (laughs) And this is a one-off set. If they're going to use Gallifrey more often, they might have put a bit more into it, but they're not. Yeah, maybe go and made the historics department and bring a few more sort of like art deco stuff out, but... I could forgive any cheapness in production if they were just a bit more creative about it. Yeah, <laughs> they, just uh, they just weren't. It is just, a, here's a room, grey wars, here's a little computer console. Yeah, come on. Again, this is a race who have interdimensional engineering. They should, yeah. It should be like Castrovalva in the you walkways go off in weird direction and you come in different way. It should just be yeah, fantastical. I think that is a chronic problem. I BBC, historical stuff, they are outstanding. When it comes a chance to use your imagination and think beyond the box, the BBC designers weren't there. A script doctor by... Uh, Cartmill. Cartmill. Uh, there's a wonderful line in there when he's repeatedly hit his head against the wall and his heart plummeted when the props department proudly put out, brought out the Dalek time manipulator. <laughs> it's mm. just a yeah. plasma globe. Yeah, mm. yeah. And the, the, he want, what he wanted was something vast and fantastic, and they've just brought out a plasma globe. That'll do. <laughs> we'll stuff that. It, it was the mentality going on. Yeah. Although, I will praise the ships, the, the model work. The, yeah. the ship mm. was oh, amazing, yeah. I thought. And I, interestingly, when they redid special effects, they didn't redo their ship. No, they no. changed. The Vardens were changed. Mm. Yeah, the Vardens were changed. The exhaust from the ships were changed. Yeah. But the actual model work was kept, and it yeah. looked really good. Uh, I do wonder how much of it is because this was the last episode of the season. Oh, yeah. And that the too. fact <laughs> that they are 
I suspect push, pushing, yeah. you know, a four and a two partner into one story. It's for budget I, concerns. I wonder how much of that is also a budget constraint because then you've got one set rather than two sets. You've got one set of actors rather than... And that may have then had an implication on what you can actually do on that set. Mm. And I wonder if a lot of the issues or the, the niggles that we look back now are actually outside of their control. Purely by the circumstances they were in. 77, 78, inflation's on the mm, rise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I think it is a, it's a good story there. It just needed to be brought down by about two episodes yeah. and one, mm-hmm. one enemy. It's, <laughs> it's a good four-parter, maybe a three-parter that has been... Yeah, yeah but and, it is a little bit of a mishmash. Yeah. It is, it is. And as for Andrew and Le- Leela, the only option <laughs> I can say is that she basically took a fancy to him and he didn't have a choice in it. It's yeah. <laughs> a bit bizarre. It is most bizarre. They got to the point of a first date. Not, that's not to the point where you leave your uh, travelling yeah. companion and I, I, go I, up to a different planet. <laughs> I did like, I like the fact that the Doctor couldn't say goodbye to her to her face, couldn't say he'd miss her, had to shut the doors and then say he'd miss her. Yeah. yeah. They grin at the screen. But yeah. the, pa- the past doctors <laughs> never had affection for their assistants. That's only something new. Mm. But she's gone, canine's gone, he gets the canine box out, grins at the screen, you know. Yeah. <laughs> this is what's replaceable, this is what matters. Yeah. Even the Sonic screwdriver won't get me out of this one. Oh, yeah, that was another one. <laughs> oh, no. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh. All right. We would love to know what you guys thought of Invasion of Time. Invasion of Time! Did you think it was a little bit rubbish, a bit disappointing? <laughs> All the yeah. best things since sliced <laughs> no, bread. No, i, I, I got to admit, I, I'm probably leaning to possibly a little bit rubbish. Mm. Write to us via show. At Staggering Stories. Dot Net. Well done. You said that well. I know what we can do. Swanikazoo! No! Oh. I want to do Swanikazoo. We can do Kazoo, but we can also do presents! Presents! <gasps> presents! Crumbly's mm. birthday. Well, that was two days ago, so. Crumbly's mm. old. Mm. Crumbly is indeed. It can crumbly. be today as well. Where's the lid? <laughs> so, dear listeners, Crumbly has gained another year on his life. 84. <laughs> How old are you? Uh, Another half century. 58. 58. And and, and the head of Pertwee has deigned to let him continue to live. And as such, we have brought gifts for Crumbly, which will now be opened. (laughs) He's opening a card. Actually, there are gifts for the head of Pertwee that will be opened by Crumbly. (laughs) As I'm the one who is nearest their uh, pine overcoat. Uh, who's the I'm only just... card that is. <laughs> oh. I'm wondering what part of that is and who that's from. Is it the same card? Yes, it's it is. Yes. <laughs> it goes back and forth. Yes, it is. For listeners yeah, no who are not aware, yes. it, is a, it is a cartoon of a TARDIS yeah. with two people walking up to it. Two painters. Two decorators, painters. yes. And what's it say, Karen? It's our lucky day. Some doctor is paying us 50 quid just to paint the inside of this uh, old police uh, box. <laughs> and from Jean, I have a a card of taste. And oh, a Moomin. It is a Moomin. Moomins. Oh. Mm. Who else has it got on here? Snork Maiden. Mm. I haven't a clue what it's got on it. It was Hatch, a Moomin card. Hatchy, hatchy Fatteners. <laughs> sniff. Is this a Moomin card? 
Prezies. 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 Oh. I have something oh, that rattles. I wonder who wrapped that. Yeah. There's no way in. Yeah, there's no way in. Yeah. We were sat in the car just, waiting for I was you feeling my presence. Yeah. Had, <laughs> had the presence and he was feeling them. Oh. Yeah, just like old Darth Vader. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> if we can get in into it. Yeah, if we can get into it. This may take some time. So. <laughs> Would you like me to start that one for you while mm-hmm. you open another one? El Presidente. Oh, animal of a man. <laughs> El Presidente made it too unattainable. Yeah. <laughs> Got to work for your presence around here. <laughs> oh, this one's easy by comparison. Yes. Ah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This empty. Ah. That's, that's it. You're, you're there. You're there. Mm-hmm. Humbly. <laughs> no money. <laughs> oh, t-shirts. Yay! Mm-hmm. What's it got on it? Um, wobby lines. <laughs> no, it's the um, album cover of Unknown Pleasures by Joy Division. Ah, that's a good thing. Yes, it is. Very good. Mm. Mm, Thank you. You're welcome. I'll be wearing that out tomorrow, I expect. Mm. There you go, then started that one. Oh, Russell, 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 Russell. I have. It's a Blu-ray. Yes. Yeah, he said that, a Blu-ray. He said, because there's more loaded. it's a CD as well. A CD. Ah. Oh, excellent. I have. Uh, The CD is the uh, 40th anniversary edition of Moving Pictures by Rush. And the DVD is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yay. Mm-hmm. Ah. Mm, excellent, thank you. And I have these curious things here. Oh. <laughs> Careful. Bubble wrapped. Yes. Could be evil. Yes. <laughs> this is, it's a woman. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you've just bought some women extras, haven't you? <laughs> I have just, just got to paint them green. I have just got Noah, yes. <laughs> or oh, it could just explode. More likely to do that. Yeah. Oh. The thing inside it is uh, it's a light, string of lights. Hmm. Ah, outdoor lights. Yeah, indoors. Oh, mm. outdoors. Yeah. Mm. Given how yeah. bright it is. Yeah. Oh, that is quite bright, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, these, these can go in my lounge, these can. There's yeah. four of them, mm, and they've yeah. all got different moomin scenes. Oh, that's great. Thank you very much. Yeah. If you look too close <laughs> You've got no idea how hard it was for me to actually say, yes, please, could you paint some moomin scenes for me <laughs> to this very nice lady on Etsy. That's so difficult. That's oh, great. But they Thank look really much. good in the dark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice string, with or string without of the light, light on. <laughs> yeah. More especially with the light on. Yeah, moving yeah, yeah. darts around your walls, dear. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday from the Grumbly. Happy birthday to you. Oh, wonderful. Thank and you. Not quite as many more as there would have been before. <laughs> I might be dead next year. Don't say things like that. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> well, Depends whether the uh, recycling bin gets you. Yep, that's it. Don't yeah. stop. Oh, thank you all so very much. You are very yes. well welcome. Exceedingly very welcome. Swanee Kazoo? If you like. But first, I think we should say hello to the reason we're all here. Oh. <gasps> One, two, three. Hello, Hello, Head of the Pertwee! Hello, various Gillens and Graham's. Graham's. Hi, Hi, Terence! Terence! Terence is up there with the spiders. Squirty uh, yes. McInks-a-lot. Inky oh, McSquirts-a-lot. Yeah. Oh, Inky oh, Adam, get a squirty McInks-a-lot. Inky McSquirts-a-lot. There seems inks. to be an increase in baby Yodas as well. Yeah. There's, oh. there's some You could never have enough baby Yodas. <laughs> That's Inky McSquirts-a-lot. Yeah. He's oh. a baby octopus, uh. but he's like really big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the size of a beach ball. <laughs> <laughs> OK, now we lead you to another musical round. 
musical perfection, I would say, of Swanee Kazoo. <laughs> right, first up we have Team A, which is Adam, Jean and Keith. Begin uh, thank you. your music. One, two, three. <laughs> Sounds like every little breeze seems to whisper to <laughs> Wow. This is truly awful. Thank you. Um... Could you do it once more? Is it is it a sci-fi thing or a fantasy thing? Um, more sci-fi. It's not sci-fi, sci-fi vaguely, but it could be fantasy. Vaguely sci-fi. Okay, do it again. Whoa. I'm not getting that at all. <laughs> Would you like a clue? We'll have a clue. Yeah, have a clue. Okay. Um... It was composed by your most favourite person in the whole wide world. You. <laughs> okay, your second. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give, shall we give her a clue? It was composed by... What? Hmm? What a clanger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she's trying to tell <laughs> me. It's like <laughs> Lassie trying to tell them that Jimmy's fallen down the well. <laughs> oh, Skippy. I don't know. Yeah, but that. Lassie yeah, did yeah, too. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. Come back and tell them. See, doing the same tune is having really wide eyes. Isn't helping. Oh, no. Okay. Um, is it a British thing? Yes, yes definitely. Okay. Was it made in the 21st century? No. No. Okay. Was it something I would have watched as a kid? Mm. Quite possibly. Oh. Was it a children's it may, TV but, show? But it yes. may have been on when you was at school. Yes, oh. it's definitely a chore of children's oh. TV Why show. Why would it have been on when I was at school then? Because, Might be lunchtime, because lunchtime, lunchtime said the, things. The age it may have been oh, aimed right. at. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> My favourite person in the world, Peter Davison. Button Moon. I literally had to say Button Moon before I got it. That's what I've been doing the whole time. Oh, where do the hangers live? Oh, not on a button. No, (laughs) on the moon. Yeah, your, your clues were were contemptible. <laughs> right, we now present our musical feast. Okay, I've got to remember. Yeah, well, you're you're got yeah. a squeaky ball. <laughs> Add it for a but perhaps the squeaky ball is the most important part. Could be. Ready, chaps? Oh yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> Yes, kid? It would help if you all sort of played the same (laughs) shit. Neighbours! Okay, I'd like to say send us your Sonic Kazoo <laughs> things, but you can't, so <laughs> just okay. Okay. You can record it. Oh, record it. Record it. Yeah. All right, if you want us to record a Sonic Kazoo <laughs> thing, know that we will despise you for the rest of time. If it's done proficiently. <laughs> yeah, it could be done proficiently with skill, unlike us. Okay, if you're proficient and have skill, go ahead. <laughs> 
This takes us on to our film for the week. Musical oh. being the connection. Mm. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. We have watched Bill and Ted face the music. Dun, dun, dun. Pause for music. This was totally bodacious. <laughs> this film was most triumphant. It really was. When we saw the trailer for this, yes. I was so disappointed because I didn't find the trailer amusing and I thought, oh my God, they've ruined it. I'm not going to go and watch it. It is ruined. <laughs> ruined. ruined. And then I watched it and it is not ruined yeah. at all. We, we, we caught it on cable or something. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's just marvellous it's so it's very so silly. silly it's good I, I have to say my favourite favourite scene is I, I might be jumping the gun here but it's a nice inversion of the trope that was used in the first film I how are we going to get out of this if we get out of this, I'll put the keys to the mm-hmm. door cell under the lock o- mm. under the brick over there, and we can pick them up now and unlock ourselves. And there are the keys. There's a scene where they're trying to escape from their future selves. <laughs> and of course, as it's their future selves, the future selves know everything that Bill and Ted's going to <laughs> mm-hmm. do. So the way to escape is not to know what you're doing. So they put buckets <laughs> over, over their heads, head, yeah. run around, fall out, out of a, a bedroom window, window <laughs> over the balcony into the garden below. Yep. <laughs> and I'm sorry, that, that scene there just sold it for me. That was it. No, the scene that made me laugh out loud, it was the tip of the hat to the Matrix. We're in the, <laughs> the first Matrix movie, you get, where they're in the, in the Matrix, you get all those gun racks rush up towards them. Yes. Mm. The same thing happens, but with racks of guitars. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I figured out the twist of this quite early, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, it you did. Was yeah. Fairly yeah. Obvious. It was yeah. kind of signposted. The, 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 the basic uh, premise of this film is it's spoiler music, spoiler music, shalala, but it's been out for a little while. Uh, is, it is something like uh, 20, 40 years later. Mm-hmm. 25 years yeah. later. 25, 25 years later. And Bill and Ted still haven't made the song to that, save the world. To, well, that will unite, unite the earth and yeah. save the world. Yeah. And there has now been introduced a deadline for them mm, to, yes. uh, to complete yes. that. Otherwise, time stops. Future, yes. everything breaks yeah. collapsing yeah. Everything yeah. will collapse. Yeah, yeah. So they decide to nip forward a couple of years, find themselves when they've written the song, come back and then perform it. And shenanigans. Now, the the two actresses that played their daughters, especially little little Ted, uh, Billy. Mm, Theodora. Uh, uh, Wilhelmina. Yeah, Billy. Yeah. She was magnificent. She was, oh God, channeling Keanu Reeves. Channeling a very young Keanu Reeves. Movement, body language, everything. The the tilt of her head, the way she said things. The bouncing on the balls of her feet. Yeah, she was spectacular. Spectacularly good. They were both excellent, but she uh, was something special. I can't, for my shame, I can't remember the actress's name. Thea, Theodore or Thea is Sam, Samira Weaving. Billy, i.e., is Bridget Lundy Payne. <laughs> Bridget Lundy Payne specifically, but they were both magnificent. They so really basically, were. you've got Neo going up against Agent Smith's daughter. Yes. Yeah. 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 
I, I like the fact that they had aged, obviously. Yeah. 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 But they hadn't grown up. No. 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 They are still, they're still married to the babes, mm. the princesses. The princesses and they've only yeah. just. Yeah. Mm. And they still don't talk like anyone yeah. else. And, and they, also, they don't understand why there might be an issue with them two being really close and their wives being yeah. sort of secondary yeah, considerations. It's, 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 so, okay, say to your wife that you love her. Mm. Me and Ted. Yeah. Yeah. We love you. The marriage, the marriage yeah. Um, yeah. counsellor. Counseling. <laughs> but, yeah, so you you still have the not TARDIS yeah. in it. Yeah. <laughs> but you have a booth. new time yeah. travelling yeah. vessel. Yeah, the egg thing, the thing don't you? The egg thing, where the daughter... Of Rufus. Because Rufus, Rufus is up. no longer with yes, us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The daughter of Rufus turns up and takes Bill and Ted back to the future. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At which point, the daughters who kind of believed him totally radical believed them because <laughs> their dad's just been kidnapped in front of their eyes. <laughs> and that's where it all begins. And, and, and I think also we should have a shout out for Desmond, the robot. Oh, oh yes. Desmond. <laughs> And oh, good grief! Uh, the scene where they put the buckets over their heads and yeah. fall out the window—that wasn't—that wasn't their house. It was Dave Grohl's house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have death returns. They oh, had yeah. a falling out with death. Oh yeah, yeah. Over record deals and I, the like. Um, and somehow they all end and, up yeah. back in hell, um, yeah. Yeah. including the band that the daughters have got put together, featuring Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong. Oh, that, that was another shout-out. The guy who... Pl- I don't know who he was, but the guy who played Louis Armstrong. Oh, he's really the, good. The mannerisms mm-hmm. and oh, the voice. Yeah. He was excellent. He was well, be- so, does he- so was the guy who played Hendrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy playing Louis Armstrong was Jeremiah Craft, and Desmond Still played Jimi Hendrix. We also had Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, Mozart yeah. Yeah. Ling Lu on flute, yeah. and a drum playing um, cave woman. A cave woman, the first yeah. noble who was a hell of a cave a drummer for a mm. cave woman. Yeah. <laughs> and Death, who used to play forty-five minute bass solos, yeah. <laughs> yeah. who I think was uh, the same actor. Oh, yeah, from, yeah. Uh, yeah, from yeah. Bogus Journey. Yeah, because yeah. I, I thought we'd lost Death as well, but I was incorrect. Sorry for killing you off, Death. <laughs> <laughs> Both. Ted and Bill Senior and Ted, Bill and Thea (laughs) basically jumping through time and independently, both trying to get the same thing sorted. You end up with a good finale. You Mm. do, you really do. It was nice to see that um, Ted's dad is still with us. Oh, yeah, Mm. just by the looks of him, (laughs) but yeah, yeah, even if he doesn't believe them until he gets killed and ends up in hell. hell. And um, was it Ted's brother? Is marrying her, Mrs. Makes Ted's dad his own son. So, so, yeah, yeah, so, so it all went, I'm it? my own grandpa a bit. Yeah, yeah so Missy had married everyone. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much yeah. Yeah. Same actress again. Yeah. Oh, and the song that Bill and Ted played for their first dance. Oh, the folk music. Yeah, folk music. The folk music and the theremin. Mm, that's yes. it, yeah. That was some really good hand movements you did yeah, just then. Well, it's a thing there and you're like, wow, I love it's a, just fe- become love a theremin. <laughs> I would really love a theremin. Yeah. <laughs> oh. The fun thing is that Bill and Ted keep jumping forward every five years so yes. you see their future selves, and each time they're completely different. Yeah. 
I love the prison one. <laughs> yeah, they're really <laughs> muscly <laughs> and buff. Those really big body troops. Aren't they? <laughs> I, I personally, personally, I love the British accent. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah. They'd uh, broken in someone's home. And Mind yeah. you, the, the unintentionally touching scene was where they made their elderly selves. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. Does it actually work, though? Because wouldn't their future selves be able to tell them the concert happened on the motorway? Sweetie, or... but... you remember we talked about the thinking these things through <laughs> too much? Yes, yes, there is that. But also, as we've seen, the universe is also ending, so that couldn't have mm. existed. The time is in flux. Anything can happen. Timey wimey. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and I love the fact that the the, the the princesses, their wives, also end up with the time Fu- machine yeah, and go version. around trying to find a version where they're all happy mm, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. find there's only one. <laughs> Yeah, that was a bit disappointing because they were off doing their own thing. You don't really you don't have that, that was no. cool. We've got two characters here we need to get rid of because they're not yeah, crucial to the plot. They didn't really contribute, <laughs> mm. even though they've got the time machine. But this was, was I was expecting so little from this because yeah. I thought they <laughs> were cash I thought they were about mm. to jump the shark, but yeah. they didn't. It was just so was wonderful. Yeah. The Keanu Reeves, just, <laughs> he looks so weird without a beard. <laughs> What was it? The the fan theory that John Wick, John Wick was, is was what Ted happened. Who went to military no. school? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they had this script for a while that they were both really keen to do. Yeah, but the film companies didn't want to touch it because it was too culty. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's like yeah, you want to yeah. build a blockbuster or something that's just going to make you money ad nauseum. Mm. <laughs> well, it did come out at an unfortunate time. I saw it at cinema. Yeah, it was mm. just yeah. about. The start of the uh, pandemic. It was in the middle of the two lockdowns in 2020, yeah. so I, I did mean, see what, it. At what was its budget? I mean, it's quite a few million. Yeah, only it only made about six million dollars at the it's box. Twenty-five off. million budget. Yeah, mm. but I think that's because, as you say, when it was rather yeah. than anything. Mm-hmm. I think I saw it there were maybe three other people in cinema, but yeah. it's between the two lockdowns. People mm-hmm. didn't want to go out, but I think it's done oh well. I think it's I think After it's that. grown going a cult status and yeah. DVD sales. Of, yeah, uh, I bought it on 4K. Yeah, finally recoup. It's and it's very well regarded. It's according to the critics, it's actually better than the first Bill and Ted. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm not on, sure I'd go quite that far. No, but. I think it's, it's it's different. Well, yeah. looking on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. and Metacritic, I mean they do give a very good rating. They do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I would put it maybe not better than the first one, but certainly on a par with the second. Mm. Yeah. Oh, better than the second. Apparently, at uh, an interview before the release of Face the Music, both Winter and Reeves discuss the possibility of fourth Bill and Ted, <laughs> depending on how well the characters of Billy and Thela Thea were taken up. Well, we loved them. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, uh, if, if they want, want to do it again with those two, that'd be mm. great. Because I've seen Weaving before in Ready or Not, Yeah, and she was amazing she's excellent that. yeah okay the, 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 the woman who played billy yeah. she hasn't been in so much yeah she's still at the beginning of her career but if that's, if that's her yeah. at the beginning of her mm. career she, she has she's possibilities she definitely has possibilities yeah. she was really really good yeah. it is a fun film oh, i mean yeah. it's it's not that none of the bill and ted excellent adventures are deep thought there's no message they're trying to get across there's no you know, well, nothing behind them. They well, the message they're putting across is be excellent to each other. If you enjoyed the first two films, you're going to get a massive kick out of this one. Yeah, watch it. It's brilliant. In some ways, I actually enjoyed this more than I've enjoyed the other two, to be honest. Okay. I've liked the other two, but I enjoyed this one more. I think the first one's always going to be my favourite. Yeah. 
this had probably a more uplifting ending, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's a, a step above what they did in the first film with them yeah. just yeah. acing their exams. This is a, <laughs> on a bit grander scale, really. Just a bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that life, though? <laughs> <laughs> we would love to know what you guys thought of Bill and Ted Face the Music. Write to us, please. God write to us <laughs> via show at staggering stories dot net. Why you say that so well? <laughs> I am so impressed with you. You've been brilliant. That is it. No, no feedback. We have no, no feedback. No. Please write oh, to us. Is, is there anybody actually still listening to us? Have they got all bored of this? On our 400th podcast. Will it be our last? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say much, but when you do, <laughs> lead us out crumbly. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of our 400th podcast. But never fear, in the next one, things will be back to normal. More fun frivolity and jollity, more news and review, maybe some Doctor Who. You never know. Mm. So until that... F for 400. Frivolous. Frolicking. Fornication. Frog. Financial. Failure. <laughs> Comes. Flopping. Alpha. <laughs> Flaccidly. And fast. Liberty Jibbit. She's yep. saying things again. Mm-hmm. This is me, Crumby, saying, be seeing you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Au revoir. Marty, what in the name of Sir Isaac H. Newton happened here? You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 400, featuring Adam Purcell, Andy Simpkins, fake Keith, Gene Riddler, fake Crumbly, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente and fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. The participation. It's a nice rousing chorus of We Will Rock You. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Why? Well, Why not? Because they played We Will Rock You at um, yeah, the Queen's, the Queen's uh, thing. Concert. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, just, Evil uh, just fade that out of the uh, end of the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the Queen's speech. How can you always uh, use Queenie? Because he's good at Queenie. Uh, well, it's 400 from this little podcast yeah. Yeah, celebration. Uh, so I've used Queenie a few times in the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could have been Bojo. <laughs> oh, God, no. I'm sorry, but I have, if he does do Bojo, I'll have to override this compulsion to throw my shoe at him. <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted to dig out some of my old minutes for Liz Trust when she was our counsellor. Oh, really? yeah. <laughs> and I'm awake. You are. I'm impressed. Another... Another game? If you like. What should we do? Should we do a bit of top drums? That sounds really difficult. <laughs> it might be.